Hey, this is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. back with another edition of the all night long wrestling podcast just the same way that nick aldis announced us we are your host he is a stallion i am the enforcer and we are back with another edition and once again we are talking all things all elite wrestling daddy right down the middle like fonzie himself said it joe we are on the precipice of uh possibly a revolution man join the revolution AEW presents Double or Nothing Saturday night, two days from now, 7 p.m. We got matches. We got surprises. I got StarCast, by the way. Listen, I'm not here to shill, Joe. You know I'm not a guy that shills things. Why? Because they don't pay us. But you know who does pay us? No, I don't. No, me neither. So uh, I'm going to put over a friend of the show, Conrad Thompson. I'm going to tell you why. I bought the StarCast four-day package, right? Uh, it starts actually tonight, 9.30 p.m. with Remembering Owen. Four days of events for StarCast. I'm not going to go through every one of them. I'm just going to tell you the ones that I'm interested in. Tonight at 11.30 p.m., it's an evening with uh, an evening with Cody and the Bucks. Tomorrow at 1 o'clock, JR and the King, Behind the Paint with Sting, hosted by Tony Schiavone. 3 o'clock is a Taz show. 5.30 tomorrow night. Mark your calendars. It's Arn. That's it. Nothing else. It just says A-R-N for the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Uh, the Wrestling Observer Live. Can't wait. Uh, Saturday, Booker T's Hall of Fame podcast, Bret Hart podcast, The I Quit with Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard. Sunday, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, Rob Van Dam, and Jerry Lynn. Dude, for $60, man, go, go to StarCast on Fight. Get the four-day package. It's going to be awesome. And uh, it also gave me a credit, $15, towards an event of my choosing on Fight TV. So there you go. Sounds like a great deal. So you can spend some of that money we're not earning on this podcast on a future event. Why would – clearly I'm very – what's the word I'm looking for right now? I'm very energized, right? I'm in a good mood. Um, I'm working for the next – I don't know, until fucking uh, Tuesday, right? But we got double or nothing. I'm in a great mood. Why why are you throwing out the fact that we're piss poor and we don't make a dime doing this? I'm just stating facts. I don't really I'm not really into the emotions of things. I'm just stating, you know, things that were true. You know, it's funny you should say that. I think that's why you and I work together. You're the facts guy. I'm the emotions guy. 
I live on emotions. I know nothing of facts. The other day I told somebody I was 23 years old. I, I, I just lie all the time because emotionally, that's what I'm supposed to do. And then what do you do? You come in and you punch me in the nuts with facts, Joe. Facts. Fact. Another fact. The four horsemen are going to be riding next weekend. Uh, the maiden voyage into Connecticut. And we're going to be at NXT TakeOver. And that is where Joe and I will die. But we will be at NXT TakeOver next weekend, live in person. A couple of, couple of young kids out there having fun, right? We're, we're not that young, Joe. Well, Brian and Kyle will be those people that are <laughs> young having fun. So uh, That's but, true. Uh, but we're, yeah, we'll be we there. are going to be NXT uh, TakeOver next weekend. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not familiar with the arena. Have you, are you familiar with that arena at all or no? No, I just know that it's in Bridgeport, and it's like five minutes from the uh, the ferry that's going to be taking us from Long Island into Connecticut. So, and it will be the place of our death. So that's it. You, that's all I know about the arena. You don't sound excited to die next weekend. I don't, I'm just like I said, I'm a realist, so it's just nice to know uh, that I've got nine, eight, or nine days left on the planet, and I'm going to live them to the fullest. And part of what I'm going to do in that period of time is watch double or nothing this Saturday, as you mentioned at uh, 7 PM, I believe it was the, whew, I don't want to call it the, uh, I think it's the buy-in. Is that what it's called? Uh, from seven to eight and the, the main show at eight o'clock. So if you're ready, I have the card up here for us to kind of run through and give some predictions on who we think is going to win some of these matches on AEW's first ever pay-per-view. I'm all in on our plan for the predictions. Just so you know, at some point next weekend, not to veer off track, there's a point when I'm going to, when I'm going to look over to you, Joe, and I'm going to say, Joe, prepare to die. And then you're going to look back at me and you're going to say, Mike, I can't wait to die. I've been preparing since 1982. So here we are. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into, um, hold on. Let me turn the page here. Cause we're not talking ring of honor war of the world's 2019. No, we're not. We did that last week. We're talking A-double. A-double. That's like Austin Aries' new name, right? A-E-W, double or nothing. Listen, the thing about this pay-per-view is, you know as well as I do, they're announced. Most of it's announced. Not everybody's announced for the Casino Battle Royal. Um, There's also some surprises. Pac versus Hangman is off. Hangman might still be wrestling a mystery opponent. I don't know. So do do you want to start at the Casino Battle Royal? Sure, we can do that. Yeah, I mean, there's two pre-show matches. That's one of them. Um, and I guess the deal with the Battle Royal, Casino Battle Royal, and I I, I listen to the rules, and I, I really can't re-explain them, but basically the idea in general is that the winner will get a shot at the AEW World Championship against the winner of the Chris Jericho-Kenny Omega match on this card. So whoever wins this pre-show Battle Royal, which I think is interesting that they've they put a lot of... Uh, you know, effort into promoting the battle Royal and, and they put some serious stakes behind it. I mean, the guy who, who wins is going to potentially be the first champion. So, uh, interesting, I guess it gives a little bit more juice to the pre-show. Um, I can read off the names. There's 17 individuals that have been identified as being in the match and there's four that are to be determined. So can I, um, I'm just going to tell you right off the top. I don't think anybody that's already announced is going to win the battle Royal. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it too. I mean, if you look at some of the names, there are some that have uh, you know name value, whether it's guys that are uh, legends or 
you know, young guys that are up and coming in the business. You've got Sean Spears, formerly Ty Dillinger in it from WWE. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of guys that are in it already, but I don't think that any of those guys will win, but I, I don't know if I had a guess as to who's going to be on the pre-show and win this, I don't, I don't really know where to go with that. I mean, do you, would you have some thoughts on who could potentially be a surprise entrant and win this thing? I don't. Um, so why don't we do this? Why don't we give our predictions just the people that are in that are announced right now? Why don't you give one prediction? And this one won't really count, let's be honest here. But for me looking at it, um, the one guy whose name kind of sticks out is the next big thing, um, Joey Janela. Hmm. Do I think Joey Janela is going to wrestle for the AEW world title? No, but the Young Bucks have done crazier things. So for me... What the hell? Joey Janela wins the Casino Battle Royal. Yeah, I think it, if I'm looking at the names, I mean, it would be, I would think it would either be him or somebody like Jimmy Havoc, who has signed a you know full contract with AEW, so I don't think he'll be appearing elsewhere once he finishes his commitments. Those seem like the guys of the the names that are on there. Uh, you know, Sean Spears obviously is a name. I don't know that they would bring him in and put him right into the the world title picture uh, as far as being their potential first world champion. But I, I would say either Janela or um, Jimmy Havoc would be my choices for the battle Royal. Okay. Now throw me out one name of a surprise entrant that might win. Oh gosh. Well, you know, I don't know what the deal is with Paige. Um, I could totally see him being one of these entrants and, and winning um, and then setting up a future match for, for him. If considering that the match with Pac is off, um, you know, again, it's it's hard to figure on you know on a pre-show. Are you going to debut a huge name? Uh, I mean, I I don't know. It's maybe they will. I guess to try to get more people to buy the pay-per-view. You know, I mean, so um, you know, I mean, there's so many guys out there that you could try to you know think of that are free agents that to bring in. You know, I mean, uh, people have been talking about CM Punk. I don't know that that's really going to happen, but you know, somebody like that wouldn't be a bad choice uh, to get name value in there. So. A bad choice? Let me tell you something. Uh. Remember the blackout? It was like 2000. What year was that? Seven in New York? Um, 2003, I think. 2003, the blackout, 2003. There would be a blackout on the internet if CM Punk was in the casino battle world. Um, I know people talk about Dean Ambrose, possibly. Uh, you know, I don't. You know what? I'll go with Ambrose. What the hell? A Ambrose or Janela. Those are my two picks. John Moxley, right? Is that what you mean? J Mo, yeah. Uh, all right. So next up in my list, I don't know. I do you have? I've got them written down. So can we follow my list? You cool with that? Uh, sure. Do you have the other pre-show match on there? The Kip Sabian and Sammy Guevara. I sure do. All so right. Kip Sabian, Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, it's going to be a fast-paced match, and I think they're going to want to show what kind of style um, is going to be involved in AEW. Uh, you know, I think Guevara might be the new uh, future of flight, or as Jim Cornette calls it, flippy dippy stuff. So I'm going Sammy Guevara on this one. I don't know much of Kip Sabian except that he's Armenian, and my last name is Armenian. So I want him to win, but I'm going with the incredibly annoying Sammy Guevara. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sammy G as well on on that. He's uh, I think like you said, he's uh, an up and coming guy. He's been featured on Being the Elite a lot, so I'm going to go with uh, with Sammy G. So uh, yeah, I'll let you go ahead. I know you got your list over there in terms of the matches, so I'm ready whenever you are for the main card. Okay, um, next up we have SoCal Uncensored versus the team of Strong Hearts coming over from, uh, I believe, China or Japan? I'm sorry. They I, signed think it's, I believe it's China. 
I yeah, believe, the, um, the OWE, right? Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, nice. Uh, I know Sima has been around for quite some time, and he is great. The thing is, is I mean, SoCal Uncensored, they got a combined age of 100, the three of them. Not saying that's a bad thing, but they could be used to put over this newer talent, and I know that the partnership that AEW has um, with China is very important to them. So I think we're going to see an upset here, and I think you're going to see Sema get the pin possibly on Scorpio Sky, and the Stronghearts take it. I agree. I think that... uh... You know they, they have this partnership with OWE, and you know Sema is a guy that I I learned a little bit about recently, and, and saw him again featured on Being the Elite. He's a guy that helped out the Young Bucks a lot early in their career, and I think this is a you know, this is a spot where they might want to establish you know one of these these companies or federations that they're partnering with, and uh, give them a victory on their first show. So I'm also going to go with the uh, Strong Hearts from OWE. Sweet. Next up, we have the best friends, Chucky e. T and uh, Trent versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Uh, I think this is going to be a sleeper match on the card. Um, Chucky e. T has really kind of come into his own in the last year or so. And Angelico and Jack Evans are, if you've never seen them, you've never seen uh, Lucha Underground, or maybe you saw Jack Evans try to kill himself and many others in Ring of Honor uh, many years ago. They're both two legitimate tag teams, which I like. But I think if we're talking longevity, I don't know. I, I saw them sign Angelico and Jack Evans on being the elite again. I don't know if they're signed to AW long term, but I know the best friends are. And uh, I think this is a spot where you might see the best friends pick up a win here and possibly wrestle for their um, soon to be formed tag team titles down the line. So winner for this match is Chucky e. T and Trent Beretta. I think I'm going to go the other way and go with Angelico and Jack Evans. Um, you know, I don't know. Again, I don't know. I mean, best friends are probably a little bit more established in terms of in the United States. Uh, but again, I'm just kind of trying to base it off of any storyline I could see on being the elite, um, which was basically centered around Trent Barreto wanting to be in something that was not just the casino battle Royal. So uh, they've had them, they moved them to this tag match. And I think I'm going to go with Angelico and Jack Evans. Okay. Um, I, the other match I don't have in front of me is the six-person uh, women's tag match. Do you have the participants in that? Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura versus Hikaru Shida, Riho Abe, and Ryo Mizunu, Mizunami. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, cover your ears for a second. Kong kills bitches dead is what? People have said for many years, whether it be Awesome Kong, Aja Kong, um, I'm going with Aja Kong's team. And I admittedly know nothing about any of the females in this match, and I apologize for that. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. And I think that, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people probably are not familiar with with these women, but I think the point of the match, probably the purpose of it, will be to get people familiar with these women. And uh, even though I don't know a lot about them, I'm I'm trusting in the fact that the Young Bucks and you know the other executive producers have uh, pretty good talent evaluation skills, and they brought and they brought in these these women to uh, put on a show here. So I'm going to go with Aja Kong's team as well, but I'm I'm expecting it to be a good match. So they're not going to make uh, just take two or three Japanese talents, put them together and call them like the uh, Samurai Warriors or something like that? No. 
number. Are you sure? Because it seems to work on Tuesdays. I don't know what happens on Tuesdays. Uh, rumor has it the Kabuki Warriors are a thing on Tuesday. I know. I know. Now, next matchup. Let's go um, Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray. Um, Britt Baker kind of seems to be the face of the women's division with Brandy Rhodes, as you can see on uh, the Being the Elite. Um, Kylie Ray is a fantastic in-ring talent, and um, I admittedly don't know a lot about Nyla Rose. Um, have you seen her work, Joe? Just some clips. I, I can't say that I've seen full matches from her, but I've seen okay. some highlights. I know she was in, uh, I think, Warriors of Wrestling and things like that, so I'm not too familiar with Nyla, but I think if you're looking to put the division on somebody's shoulders right now, I think Britt Baker uh, or the uh, better half of the Britt Baker, Adam Cole tandem uh, is the person that should be the face of the division for right now. I know they're bringing in a lot of women's talent. Brandy Rhodes is doing a hell of a job. Um, so I think personally in this triple threat match, I think Britt Baker takes it. I think I agree with you on, in terms of uh, Britt Baker probably being the potential face of the division going forward. Um, if I was them, I think what I would what I might do and is, you know, if they're going to have a women's championship, which I'm going to guess that they will, at some point, um, maybe put it on someone or, or, or work up someone like Nala Rose, who's kind of uh, you know a monstrous, you know type type heel, and um, have Britt Baker chase her for it. So I'm going to go with Nyla Rose to get the pin in this match over Kylie Ray. I agree with that mindset. My thinking was they were going to do that with Aja Kong. So we're on the kind of the same wavelength, just two different ways of getting there. Um, all right. So next up, let's see, where do we want to go? Well, let's go with Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. Um, to me, this match is probably going to be blood. Um, uh, it's probably going to be booked very similar to a late eighties, mid eighties NWA match. I would not even be surprised if the finish was two guys getting their shoulder down and one gets it up just as a count of two. And the referee has to decide on the winner. That's where we're going with this match. Um, I love the idea. I love the feel of it. There hasn't been as much after the initial announcement. I haven't seen really as much promotion for this match as some of the other matches, but um, I kind of think this might be a one and done for Dustin. I think Dustin might come in, you know, put over Cody and then retire and have his moment in the sun. I don't know if they have him long term. I'm sure they want to use his professional wrestling mind backstage like they're going to do. Dean Malenko, who I saw, is uh, part of the crew today as well. So my pick in this is Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm going to go with Cody as well. I mean, the, the, most of the promotion that I've seen for this has been on the uh, – the road to double or nothing uh, series more than being the elite. Uh, it seems to be where uh, Cody is doing a lot of his stuff. So did you see, um, did you say MJF uh, run up on Dustin at the gym? It did. I did see that. Yeah. He's so good. Dude. He's so but, good. Yeah. So I think, like you said, this, I don't think that Dustin Rhodes is going to have a lot of matches in AEW. This might be the only one. Um, but I think that this is a match that they wanted to do him and his brother for a while. I do think that, you know, he'll, he'll put Cody over here. Um, it would be, it, it's going to be, like you said, more of a dramatic type old school match versus some of the, you know, high flying stuff that you'll see in some of the other matches on the card. But, similar uh, to, um, sorry, like similar to um, Cody and Aldis, right? 
Yeah, I would think that's probably where they're going to go with it. So, but they've done a nice job, I think, promoting it with some videos and some promos. And uh, I think it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be a, an entertaining watch. And I'm going to also take uh, Cody to get the win. Okay. Um, so next up is Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. The winner faces the winner of the Casino Battle Royal down the line for the inaugural AEW Heavyweight Title. And let me tell you something, Joe. Do, does that does that stipulation give you more of a headache trying to figure out who wins this match? Um, not really. I mean, I, I think I've I've always thought since they made the match that uh, you know even with or without the stipulation that it's going to be a spot where Omega will will win. I mean, I, I have to imagine that they are going to try to put, you know, Kenny as the centerpiece of the singles division, at least at first, um, you know, putting him as their first champion would not be a bad idea. Uh, you know, trying to draw some attention to the product and have him put on quality matches like he was doing in new Japan for so long. So I've always thought that he was going to beat Jericho here. Um, Jericho's probably more of a guy that should be, you know, kind of like a special one-off type performances here and there, not wrestling every week on their television show when it starts, but I'm going to say that Kenny Omega gets the win here and uh, will be part of the first ever AEW title match. I Listen, I agree with you as well. I just have an issue with Jericho wrestling the week after at uh, Dominion against Okada. And I, it, it's tough for me to think Jericho loses a big match main event to Kenny and then he wrestles Okada a week later. I, I'm, gonna, I'm, taking, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm taking Omega as well. But I, I, something, some screw is going to happen, Joe. Listen, I'm in for it. I'm excited. I'm see. I don't know. This is like. This kind of feels to me like one of the old school ECW pay per views, where like some things are announced, some aren't. There's rumors of these big things happening, and you just don't know. Like there, there's a sense of um, suspense and anticipation in this pay per view that I haven't gotten in a long time. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I guess with the with the. Jericho Okada thing is like, you know, the AEW from what you hear and what they say is they're going to put a lot on uh, wins and losses. And while, you know, Jericho's match against Okada is not part of AEW, I, I'm sure that they realize that a lot of wrestling fans are crossover from those companies. And uh, I think if you have him win against Omega and then lose against Okada like two weeks later, and then all of a sudden he's fighting in their world title match, it kind of doesn't look that great. So, um, I just think he's going to lose both those matches in the next couple of weeks, but he's just probably happy to get paid and be in the spotlight. So I, I'm and like he, you said, go with Kenny. And he's also debuting the Judas effect, which is his new finishing move, which is a spinning back elbow. Yeah. Anyway. Um, next up main event, uh, the Lucha bros versus the young box uh, for the AAA world title that the Young Bucks took from the Lucha Bros uh, a couple of months back at one of they did one of their spots. Um, this truly, to me, has match of the year potential. Um, I honestly think the Young Bucks will be putting over the Lucha Bros so they can take the AAA world tag team titles back to AAA. Um, it, see, now, to me, I think I think this match is going to be phenomenal. I love all four guys in the match, and it's going to be so good it's probably going to be scary. So they have a lot to live up to. But if Tony Khan is really promising two huge surprises throughout the pay-per-view, right, and you know this is main eventing the show, it's you're going to have those two quote-unquote huge surprises, and then this is the main event. So 
they're putting a lot on the shoulders of the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks to really close out the show strong and keep the crowd invested. So I'm going to be interested to see how they actually go about doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, have they have they said that the this match is definitely the main event is going to go on last on the card? Yeah, this okay. was announced as the main event. Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they – I don't know if they have a tag team that they're looking to debut or they're going to do something here at the end. But um, I agree with you as far as the winner. I think that uh, you know the Lucha Bros are going to win the titles back. They probably just did that you know, did that angle in Mexico so they could set up you know them appearing here and, and winning them back on, on this show. And uh, I think, like you said, everyone's going to be expect, expecting a, uh, a classic match, and hopefully these guys get some more time together than the, uh, the main event at uh, All In which I think was rushed a little bit from what you hear. So hopefully they time everything out here where these guys can have a nice, solid, long match and do some cool stuff and, and close out the show on a high note. Um, I'm looking forward to this show based on everything they've said, uh, based on the fact that they've said wins and losses are going to matter, based on the fact that they didn't want to do a screw job finish in the end of the Pac hangman match um, because it's a pay-per-view and pay-per-views deserve clean finishes. Not all the time. Don't get me wrong. There are some you know, extenuating circumstances, but – I have really high hopes for the show, Joe. Um, I don't believe it or not. As much as I, you know, as much as I was looking forward to Pac versus Hangman, I don't have an issue with why he's not on the card because I can understand it. The only thing that surprises me is it took this long to figure that out. You know what I mean? I feel like you kind of know where you're going ahead of time. So unless they thought he was going to drop the Dragon Gate title. But, uh, you know, that's the problem with, ter- you know, back in the day when you had territories, guys could lose in Nebraska and you wouldn't know in New York because there's no internet. Now if somebody loses in Nebraska, they go to New York, it's like, oh, that guy just lost. Who cares if he wins or loses? Like, So it is an old school style of booking, but when you're a guy like Pac, who's, you know, he doesn't have the backing of a huge company behind him, you kind of have to, you know, you have to trust in your own brand and you have to put money on yourself and you don't want to devalue you as a champion. So while it sucks, um, I kind of understand that it's business and I'm sympathetic to it. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, yeah, I don't know how they came to that decision, you know, a week or so ago uh, about it, but I guess the one good thing is at least they had a little bit of lead time going into it to let people know that the match isn't going to happen. Um, you know, it would have sucked if like it took up to like today or tomorrow and they were like, Oh, by the way, this match we've been promoting for like four months is not going to be happening. So at least they had a little lead time to let people know. And they're kind of teasing it into, uh, what is Adam page going to do? Like there's a being the elite episode that came out today. I haven't watched it yet. Me neither. So, um, but I supposedly, I think hangman hangman claims to have a knee injury of some sort. So I'm not sure if that's part of an angle or not, but we'll see. Um, and not only that too, um, they, they showed the match. They actually had the match. So I was able to watch it. So like, I feel like everybody involved while the match isn't happening kind of did their best to uh, alleviate the situation. Yeah, I think they, they did the best they could. They wanted to try to satisfy the fans who were looking forward to that match. So they, they filmed the match over in, um, I guess it was England, uh, that they did about a week or so ago. And uh, they put it up on their YouTube channel for people to watch, which I think, again, they're trying to just make good for the fans and you know deliver on what they can. So, um, you know, I think they're doing the right thing. Well, that's it, man. That's the entire card um, for AEW's Double or Nothing. I'm on a scale of one to ten. How much are you looking forward to the show? It's probably about a nine. I'm very interested in the show. I'm very excited for them. They, they I know that they want to do a good job. They obviously have to kind of do a good job if they want to build up to 
their television show and, and gain followers. And I, I trust that those guys like Cody and the young bucks are, you know, have a good feel for what their fans want to see. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited. I think they're going to deliver uh, on Saturday night. You know what? I agree with you completely. And everything they've said about wanting clean finishes, good matches, all about the wrestling focus on tag team wrestling, you know, everything they said is stuff are gripes that you and I have had with the WWE's product for this, you know, recent years. So I'm looking forward to it. And if you guys are wondering, man, where can I where can I learn more about your opinions? Where can I find out more about the enforcers dogs? Where can I how am I going to know what the stallion, the enforcer are playing on a Saturday at two o'clock in the afternoon when they got Super Nintendo out? I'm going to tell you. You go to all night long WP on your Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash all night long WP, YouTube.com slash all night long wrestling podcast. We are everywhere. We will be live tweeting on Saturday night for double or nothing. Big week of wrestling coming up. Double or nothing. Next week, take over the four horsemen, the all night long wrestling podcast. We're taking over, but for this week, we are tapping out. Hangman is coming down